On this episode of Checking In, Annie and I discuss the things that we've been doing, the books we've been reading, movies and TV shows we've watched, and the music we listen to. We also talk about education and back to school in general, since school is only a couple weeks away. As always, thanks for listening and enjoy the episode. of checking in as always i am here and annie is here too (laughs) still uh so we're just gonna get right into it and annie what have you been doing these past couple weeks well i've been reading um and listening and watching i did a lot i did a lot um i'm reading i'm almost finished with beautiful music by michael zadorian and that is he's a local author he lives in ferndale and it's a book about growing up in detroit fictionalized but i'll bet it's got something to do with his own life Mm -hmm. um in the late 60s and early 70s post-race riot detroit um going to high school and falling in love with fm radio and uh, mm-hmm. wanting to become a DJ, so that's been a lot of fun, and we're going to discuss it at our, at our book group next week. Cool. So are you almost done? I'm or almost you, done. Okay. I'm truly almost done. It's a fast It's a fast book. Mm-hmm. And then I, I read um, Catherine, our teen, our tween youth. Yeah. Youth Department Library, and Catherine recommended a graphic novel to me called This Was Our Pact. Um and it's about a group of boys. It's by Ryan Andrews. It's by a, about a group of boys that, like, their town has this fall equinox festival mm-hmm. where they put the lanterns in the river and watch them float down the river. And the boys make a pact to follow the lanterns to the end of the wherever they end up. Mm-hmm. And it takes them on a magical journey. And that was a really cute book, too. And I almost thought it was, like, in the teen section, but I almost thought I could read it to my soon to be six year old mm-hmm. if you if we did like a chapter a night or something like yeah. that um that was great and those are actually they're both about school or school age kids so those that would fit mm-hmm. into our back to school even the beautiful music was yeah a lot of it takes place in high school okay <clears throat> um and the first like you know first day jitters and having to take a swim test and mm-hmm. all that and then i've been watching Mostly all versions of the Star is Born. Mm-hmm. Did you start? I remember. Did you start with the new one? I started with the new one. Mm-hmm. Nobody told me how it ended. I was very angry at culture because for not they, spoiling that they, for me. Because <laughs> you wanted to be spoiled. Yeah, I don't want. I don't. I didn't want to see that coming. And then my husband was like cleaning his guitar, work whatever you do with a guitar when you're. Not working pl- on it, not, not playing, playing it. it, pretending not to watch. But then he got really into it too, and then was also surprised mm-hmm. um, at the ending. So that kind of bummed me out. And then um, the other Annie that works here gave me, um, lent me some the other three copies of The Star Is Born. So I mm-hmm. haven't watched the 1937 one yet, mm-hmm. although she says that's the best one. I watched the 1950 something one with Judy Garland. You have to watch the one with, is it Barbara Streisand and, then, and Chris Christopherson? Yeah, then I started that okay. one this morning, and that one's fun. Um, yeah, I mean, it's... I, mean, I think it all ends the same. It might. Uh, I'm not really sure, but it's just interesting how this movie just keeps getting remade. 
like like from the 30s to the 50s to the 70s yeah and then you know again it just seems like i don't know like it's one of those movies that i feel like has had no impact on any sort of culture but it just keeps getting remade and remade maybe because it's just a very it's one of those typical movies that like you know, someone rises up and you don't yeah. watch their story. Maybe just fun to watch or something. It's really melodramatic, and it was great for the 1950s movie because that was when like you weren't watching movies all the time. A movie was like you go to the movies, so it was like a whole experience. Mm-hmm. There was comedy, there was music, there was tragedy. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of movies had like it all mm-hmm. back then, so that made sense. And then um, I don't know. I'm really tickled by the Chris Christopherson one. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so you said you you started it, or you just have it? I've st- I watched about an hour of it. Oh, I don't know how I don't get how people can just start a movie and like not finish it. Like it's either for Baby, me, it's like baby's all or crying, true. Yeah. But it's like baby's crying. It's like okay, pause it. Right, then get back it. to it as soon it's as like, possible. It's like, what time is it? I don't yeah. care what time it is. Like yeah. I'm finishing this movie. I actually started it at like five thirty this morning because Isaac got oh, that's, up. And that's was rough, but like laying on the yeah. couch, like oh, I'll just turn this on. Yeah, but I don't know. Like I've never, I've not seen any of the star, any of the Star Wars movies, and I'm sort of, I'm not like interested. But I heard that the, you know the new one was good. The new um, one's good, but it's gr- like everything nowadays. The remake is like grittier. Like that's how they make mm-hmm. a remake different now. I feel like is they make it grittier. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's a lot of comedy in the. Judy Garland one and the Barbara Streisand and Chris Christopherson one. It's actually pretty funny at times. And this one just uh, sad, and probably the, the entire... other one was just sad, and I didn't get... I thought it was great acting. Mm-hmm. Um, the Lady Gaga, Brad, what's his name one? Bradley um, Cooper. Yes. He did an, an amazing job. Um, and that guy with the mustache is in it that I like. Sam Elliott? Yeah. Yeah. Um, wanted more of him. Um but it was just, I, I didn't feel a chemistry between them. I didn't feel a connection between them and the other two. I feel like you can see the love between the couple more. That's interesting because everyone that watched that movie came off saying, there's no way Bradley Cooper is going to marry know. his fiance after seeing that movie. I know. And now they are apparently dating now. Oh, are they? Yeah. Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga? Yeah. <laughs> At least that's well, what I think. That's what I've heard. I watched their Oscar they sang at the Oscars yeah. and believed that there was something going on there. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're actors, so what yeah. the heck. But well, I think I've had an opposite reaction. My friends and my husband both said like it was that she, in the movie, she was in love with him and he seemed to be not that into her. But I had the com- complete opposite mm-hmm. opinion. Interesting. I thought she was like kind of mm-hmm. in it for a wild ride and to get famous and... He was, you know, mm-hmm. a broken man, but in love. Uh, so that's enough. I guess, Star I'll have, is I, guess I'll have, I guess I'll have to watch it and report back and see what my thoughts on the movie are. I thought when Annie lent me those movies, I thought there's no way I'm going to make it through. I don't like. I didn't like the remake enough to watch mm-hmm. six hours of the originals. But yeah. I'm kind of enjoying. I'm I'm in it now, mm-hmm. and I'm enjoying it. I love. I'll watch anything with Judy Garland. I love her. Mm-hmm. And, Barbara Streisand, super entertaining too. And Chris Christopherson's like a handsome man. Back in the day? Yeah. And he was actually, well, both of them are singers, so I guess it's. Yeah. Good. But yeah, I've not. I'll see the new one. I don't think I'll go back and see all the old ones. I it's don't think. interesting to see how each version makes him a jerk. 
mm-hmm. like how much sympathy you can have for him in each ver- version. Mm-hmm. So that's what I've been doing. I'll probably fi- I'm gonna finish the Barbara stories I went tonight. I think. Mm-hmm. And you said that you still have, so after that you still have the original one still. Yeah. I don't even know who's in the original. I don't know either. It's like a very early movie. I'm yeah. sure it's in black and white. I so think it might be. It might be kind of hard to get into. Maybe. You never know. Sometimes, you know, black and white movies are still good, but if you see the movie three times, it's like, how many times are you going to be like, <laughs> yeah. oh, okay, I've seen this. But I'm pretty sure they're not going to have like a bathtub scene in this one. <laughs> I don't, you, in the I 1930s I, one. I, I doubt it, but it could be, it might be interesting in its own way just to see how much yeah. film has changed. Oh, yeah. You're like, sure. oh, this is interesting. They used to make movies this way. And the cheesiest line in the la- in the Bradley Cooper one is a line that has been repeated in each of the other Was ones. That the one like, I just can't quit you? No, that's from Brokeback Mountain. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, I just wanted to get another look at you. Oh. A, he says it kind of leering. But um, in the other two movies, in the Judy Garland one at least, it's quite dramatic. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So that's, and then um, one other thing, I, I mentioned a couple episodes back that I was listening to the Brene Brown book, Braving the Wilderness. Mm-hmm on audio and it takes me forever to get through audio because um my commute's so short but i finished it and i have can, bought into renee bra- brown you can brave the wilderness yeah now. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so you're all good you could you should have read that book yeah before you went camping that's true now it's like man i have all this knowledge that i have to wait till next yeah. year to use. <laughs> well it's about being an individual so i can put it to put it to use mm-hmm. cool so what about you um, I feel like I don't remember anything I did this past these past two weeks, but I know that I started watching the new season of Glow. Oh, I started that too. Because that came out mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago. I'm like, oh, cool, I'll watch this. And then, you know, we started it, and we're like, we'll finish this later. And obviously we haven't finished it yet. And then we also started watching New Girl again. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> we had never finished that from the first time. I think it was like the second watch through. Whatever. We never finished the original run. Mm-hmm. And we're like, hey, should we watch New Girl? And we're like, yeah, let's just finish this. And that show is hilarious. I yeah. don't know I love that how show I stopped, we stopped watching it. That just show, I think, is probably one of the funnier shows that's probably come out recently. I think they took a long break. They so might maybe have between that's six where you and got seven. Off. Yeah. And I know seven was like a shorter season because yeah. everybody on that show got super famous, mm. like outside Zoe De Chanel, and they were busy with movies and other stuff. So I think the last season was, you know, shorter, and there was a time jump, which I've heard, which apparently is like the thing to do now for yeah. all, every show. It's like time jump. Let's just. I think I remember Desperate Housewives doing that back in the day, and everybody being like, "Whoa!" Yeah, I remember. I remember first seeing it in Battlestar Galactica. Oh, okay. When that happened. And it just seems like it's a thing. All like Parks and Rec did it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the I don't think the Office did it, but like I never finished the Office. Yeah, they didn't do it. Um, did, no, they didn't do it. But yeah, I really like New Girl a lot. Like the the chemistry on that show is really good. The cast is great. Really, everything about that show was great. Like if you're just looking for just a pure comedy that will make you laugh, mm-hmm. it's got a little bit of everything. I think. I think so too. Like Nick Miller, probably one of the greatest comedy <laughs> characters yeah. in, of all time. Like, he's such a loser. He's, so he's, he's a lovable loser, but yeah. it's just the stuff that comes out of his mouth sometimes. You're like, this is this is hilarious. This is, yeah. a, this is awesome. I grew to like Winston a lot. Too. Winston's great, too. Like, every, everybody on that show's yeah. really good. Everyone's got their time Schmidt, to shine yeah. and everything. So it's, it's really good. I would recommend watching New Girl to anybody that likes comedy. We have it. It's on Netflix, but uh, we have it at the library, too. Mm-hmm. 
And then I also finished Boomtown, the book I started reading a month ago, the book about Oklahoma City's oh, history. Okay. And that book was actually really good. Um, I heard it was really good because it's on like a lot of the best of lists for the year it came out. I think it was 2018, maybe 2017. But it's a really interesting book how it was written because the author started by looking at the basketball team, the Thunder, because they had three really good players, James Harden, Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, and he wondered how all those three characters could work together to do something. And then he sort of piggybacked on that, like the whole Oklahoma City in general sort of volatile like that. It has a whole bunch of history of like people that are really calm, chill, and sort of like intertwine the whole story of Oklahoma City's history with their basketball team. Oh, cool. So it sort of went back and forth between like the basketball team's history and how, all that saga, and then it like would the next chapter would be like, oh well, this is how the city was founded, and then would go back to this and sort of demonstrating like how there was a process to build the basketball team, but also a process to build the city, and how all that stuff like you know you got to tear it down to rebuild it, yeah. sort of happening with the basketball team now. So it's a really cool, like interesting parallel between the basketball team, which is you know maybe ten years old at this point, and a city that's like 100 years old, yeah. just sort of all that stuff. I just think those kind of books are really cool when you can just sort of Link interplay things, like yeah. the, the stuff that's happening now with the stuff that's already happened, and I really liked it a lot. Um, so I'd recommend that book to anybody who likes history, but just to anybody who's just looking for an interesting book to read to see how seemingly unrelated events are related, even if it's a stretch. I think it's just really cool to put the pieces together. Mm-hmm. So that was really fun. I also read um, A Long Way Down, that's by Jason Reynolds. It's a teen book. And it's about this um, person in... I don't know, actually, it doesn't specify a city. But it's about this um, person whose brother gets shot by like a gang member and dies. And then the whole him going down this elevator... It pretty much takes place in an elevator ride from the top of his building to the, to the bottom floor to get out. And like between the top floor and the bottom floor, he sees all these people that have recently died explaining to him like if this is the right path to get revenge and stuff so it's like each floor like someone else gets on the elevator has talk talks to him and everything and the whole book's written in verse as well that's a great concept ya is so creative yeah there's a lot of creativity in ya i feel i feel like it's one of those genres that allows it yeah i think kids books probably allows it too but the kids might be too young to like understand what's going on yeah i don't think adults have the patience for that kind of stuff. I know adults like adults think they don't like stuff like that. Yeah, but I know like there's this book But they do House of Leaves is apparently supposed to be amazing, uh, but yeah. I've never read it. But I know it's like you have to like turn the book upside down at certain chapters to read it and mm-hmm. it's got like a whole bunch of weird stuff going on. I think Infinite Jest is similar too. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of footnotes that add to the story that Jonathan Saffron Forward does a little bit of um, kind of But yeah, that was really good. That one that was a short that was a quick read too, because since it was written in verse, like there's only like, you know, 20 lines on each mm-hmm. page or something so you can read it pretty quickly but I like that book a lot um, so if you're looking for a, a good you know YA book just something outside the box I'd recommend A Long Way Down and next up in my reading queue is a book called The Color of Law and it's about the United States history with race and pretty much how all the federal policy has always historically discriminated against them that's been like the official policy. Oh, so it's not just about housing. It's about housing, but I think just I but, think about uh, just everything all else. The laws, it's like yeah. all the laws. But I think it is about housing. I think it probably talks about a little bit of a like the internet interstate expansion as well 
that how, how all the interstates typically went through like historically black neighborhoods yeah. and like basically cut them off and sort of you know handicapped them from building an investment in that area yeah so I think it'll just be an interesting read I'll report back once I finish um, it's this topic that I've read a lot about in articles and stuff but never just like in a book like this so I'm excited to learn maybe learn a little bit more than I already know let me know because that's on my reading list too <clears throat> I remember that cover yeah I think it came out just a couple of years ago yeah it's not that old but yeah it's just a I think it's just a good I just like learning about stuff like that, stuff that you don't typically learn, mm-hmm. like in school or on the news. It's not some part of history that people want to learn about, or yeah. they'd like you to know that it actually happened. Yeah. Type thing. It's like definitely wants to stay under the radar. Be like, we would never do that. It's like. But yeah. I don't know if they can. Um, like when we were in school, they were teaching from a textbook, and you really couldn't look it up. I mean, the internet. Yeah, it was, I think it was, I was like a senior. Yeah, it was tougher now, um, so I'm not sure how how all that stuff works now because I think they still do teach to the textbook and like the lesson plan and stuff. But like, but as a you know, student, student you, can, you can just do whatever you want. There's like Wikipedia. There's every pretty much everything. Like you have everything almost. Or you could find another. You could use the internet even to find another book that mm-hmm. like. So hopefully yeah, so they're it's, teaching. It's interesting. I think education is just in an interesting state right now. I I wouldn't know because I'm not. I haven't been in school for ten years mm-hmm. or so. But I feel like with just the amount of information out there, like I don't know what education's role is. Is it to teach them X or is it to teach them to find X instead? Well, I because hope finding it is part because, of it. Because like. You know, that's like what's going to be more important nowadays with all the media being consolidated. You're you're only really seeing one side of everything. And it's just like you have to learn how to not take things at face value. And the internet can make that much more difficult if you're not willing to like step back and actually look at things. But Mm -hmm. if you're willing to, you could easily find stuff that's like, oh, this is clearly not true. Mm -hmm. But the whole information bubbles and everything if you really want to believe something you could find information that will continue to support your views i wonder if kids will be better about that because i feel like a lot of the problem with misinformation when the internet first came out is that all of us were used to looking at something in print Mm -hmm. as something that was like true true and like Mm -hmm. that had sources and so your mind sort of goes like well it's in it's literally in print it's in type it had to be published somehow mm-hmm. so so it must be sourced and that's not the case but maybe since since these kids have existed mm-hmm. anybody can put anything on the internet yeah hopefully they're a little better with books now too right you can because self-publish like, a book yeah you can self-publish a book and you know publishers really only care about money so if there's right. money to be made mm-hmm. like you'll publish a book that's completely yeah. bogus or garbage yeah and you can just sell it because there's no vetting there's no legal issue to be like you know none of this is true we can't publish it it's like okay well there isn't they just took a woman's book off the shelf um naomi wolf Mm -hmm. i forget what the name of the book is um, so this is a new book they pulled that, that was forthcoming and they decided to cancel it. It, it was, was already a new out. Book. She'd written some other and really interesting books. She wrote a book called The Beauty Myth that um, yeah, I've heard of her. I before. enjoyed, um, but I think she'd had some problems in the past um, with her books not being 
well-researched or her extrapolating on things that... Mm -hmm. um, and so there were some issues with this book, and they mm -hmm. printed it, and then there must have been some bad issues because it's printed, it's done. It's not yeah. even the advanced reader copy. They mm -hmm. took it off the shelves. Hmm. Um, Interesting. Yeah, and gave anybody that had copies like... Like a disc, like a voucher Same. or something? Please, like, destroy this book or something. <laughs> wow. I wonder so, if the library got a copy. I don't think so. Not mm. yet. But we've had to take books off the shelf before or move um, books. Uh, I think it was one of those proof... I don't know if it was proof of heaven, but it was one of those... Um, oh, was it that one that was written by that kid or by something? By the little boy. And, yeah, I think I heard that, like, came out that it was, like... All made up. He like made his it parents up. made him like do that so they can get famous yes. or something. Um, so the library I worked at at the time, we had to move it from the call number for religion and angels or whatever to hoaxes. Really? Yeah. Interesting. So we didn't get rid of it, but yeah. it was like you just moved it from yes. one section to the other section. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it is interesting, but you know, I'm hoping that, like I said. I don't know. My kid is two, so mm -hmm. I have no idea what education's like, like what they're actually doing, like teaching them. I'm sure like the methods have probably stayed the same, like the technology's you know obviously enhanced or maybe like some you know something's yeah. changed. My son but... still does a lot of worksheets. He's mm -hmm. got like tablet time at free time, which mm -hmm. at only five I don't know how I feel about, but um, seems yeah. pretty similar so far, but. Um, I'm sure as he gets older, it's going to change. Yeah, I'm sure. As I know, like, at least the middle schools are at one-to-one, -one, like, technology. Yeah. Like, they have to, like, they have to have their own device. I mm -hmm. think the school will rent them a device if they don't have one of their own. But it seems like, at least in this school district, it's a requirement. Like, if you're in middle school, you have to have this. Yeah. Or you're, I don't know, if you can't get educated, it's going to be much more difficult. Yeah. Um, because everything is available. Pretty much, your, I think your student ID is tied to Google. Uh, yes, for, they use for, some sort of Google. Which is like a software, which, yeah. you know, it's probably, like I said, technology can make things very easy, but mm -hmm. it can make things very difficult if you don't have yeah. access to that technology or understand really how it works or yeah. it's not being used effectively. Um, so have you been doing anything else since um, the last couple of weeks? I've been... Um, I checked out some Florence and the Machine mm -hmm. albums, yeah. And so I've just been. Uh, her voice always makes me cry, even She's though her good. songs are really did you, like. You know, so she did the, um, the Jenny of Old Stones cover from Game of Thrones. Remember that episode? Oh, she where did. Whatever, Padraig yeah, yeah, sang it right. like, in the credits. Oh, that, that was, was her. her. Oh, that did that. Oh. I think I put it actually in one of the podcasts yeah. we did for Game of Thrones. I'll like have that to was, listen to that again. That was, I was wondering who it was. It's like that sounds familiar, but I couldn't yeah. figure out who it was. But it was Flo it was Florence. Yeah, I just love her voice. So I've been listening to that in the car, and then I like come home for lunch break. My sitter's like, "What's wrong?" I'm like, "Nothing." <laughs> her voice is just so beautiful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I listen. I mean, I listen to so much music that I can't even tell you who I've listened to in the past like hour. Nobody so, knew. I haven't been listening to anything new lately. Yeah, I think. Oh, we got a Spotify account. And so I made a, a for the library, and I made a playlist for our um, reading invasion. Uh, I made a summer playlist, and mm -hmm. I made it public. So anybody with a Spotify account, I think it's like GPPL summer playlist, mm -hmm. can look that up and 
mm-hmm. play some summer music. Yeah. We're getting with the times. Yeah. Um, I guess on that note, we will take a break. And when we come back, we will talk about back to school, even though we've already talked a little bit about it. But we'll talk about it a little bit more in depth after the break. And we are back. So with school just around the corner, we thought it'd be good to talk about back to school stuff and just school in general to get people reminiscing about their your time in school and getting excited if you have kids for them to go back. I think everything. people are excited about their kids going I back. Think, I, can I think feel parents it. are always excited. I feel like they're like, okay, cool, we finally We're get... We're ready. We've, they've been at home cooped up long enough. Mm-hmm. Time to get them back into to yeah. the classroom and doing all this stuff. So, was well, your kids going back to school, right? Kindergarten yep. or first grade? Kindergarten. Kindergarten. So this is like a big thing. Yeah. Big deal. We went to Young Fives. Which I'm so thankful for that he had that year to get used to Mm -hmm. what school is. But he's still nervous about kindergarten. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm trying to beef him up, tell him he'll be a leader. There'll be kids that are just coming off preschool Mm -hmm. that won't know how to, like, do school. And at least he'll be familiar with the rhythm Mm -hmm. of the day. Yeah. Um, Is he already registered? You did good. You didn't wait till the last minute. No, he's all registered. And I have his... All his um, school supplies, we mm-hmm. already did that, which I love school supplies still. I obsess mm-hmm. about what kind of date plan I'm going to get. Love <laughs> pens. Um, but it k- k- broke my spirit a little bit this year because you just have this list and yeah, I remember they set the, out all the bins and you're yeah, just digging through crap. The list. Like they're like, oh, this is what you need. I remember when we got, I got to, I don't remember what grade it was, but whenever I started doing like, advanced math they're like you need a graphing calculator this year yeah it's like oh great that's like a hundred dollars yeah for one of those and i needed to do all the stuff i remember whatever matrices and all that stuff which are completely useless yes someone can let me know someone can let me know if those are useful at all except for learning yeah but i don't think they are and i needed a graphing calculator to solve those things yeah these are quite long i mean it was a full page long list of stuff Mm mm-hmm but I think it we got it like all. It's a lot for kindergartner. Like, I don't know what they would need. Oh, man. It's like, well, some of it's like hand sanitizer, Kleenexes. I mean, they're, they're gross. Kindergartners yeah. are gross. So it's I all that s- kind I of s- stuff. I but suppose so. It's also like highlighters, dry erase, board markers, notebooks, crayons, markers. It's everything. Just, it just seems excessive. Binder? A binder? A binder for a kindergartner? Like, yeah. But then, I don't know, it just doesn't seem like they would need all that stuff. When I was looking for a workbook last year for him, I said a teacher was there standing next to me, and she said, you look confused, what do you need? And I said, well, my son's going into Young Fives. I just want to, like, work on a couple worksheets with him. And she said, Young Fives is the new first grade. So, like, <laughs> I think she said they have to be able to write a whole sentence. Before by, kindergarten? By the end of kindergarten or Something and that seems. That seems. I don't know what the standards are because, obviously, writing is important because it te- helps yeah. you learn how to read. But after a certain point, like, I don't know if this generation is going to be writing a whole lot writing. with their hand. Yeah. yeah. Like they're going to be typing everything. Yeah. Like I don't even know if schools even teach cursive anymore. They probably don't. I don't think they do. They probably have shifted to. 
typing because it's, it's more useful. Deal. I know the older people in my family get real bent out of shape about, not you, Mom. I know you listen to this, um, about cursive not being taught. But I don't, I mean, I don't they even, don't use it. So. I don't even know how to write my name in cursive anymore. Like, Oh, no. I, I mean, I kind of can, but, like, it's gotten progressively worse the older I get, and maybe it's like the less I write. That's like really the, almost the only thing I write. I technically, I technically journal, but it might as well be hieroglyphics because my handwriting is horrible. <laughs> I write a lot. Um, I write like in, I have notebooks for writing, and mm-hmm. my handwriting is sort of a hybrid of curf- cursive. I think everyone does. If you learn cursive, it yeah. just sort of it just sometimes it just flows. I think yeah. is sort of how it is. But you know what? They got fonts. And the, yeah, there's, they can learn. The fonts is like a bunch even, of different versions of cursive. You don't even need to sign your name for half the transactions anymore. So, oh, And like any signature, a signature is just your name. Like however you write your signature yeah. is your signature. Mine so is a scribble. If it's cursive, yeah. it's cursive. If it's a line, then it's a line. If you yeah. sign the line, that's your signature. It doesn't matter what language, yeah. font, anything. It just. I think we got bigger same. fish to fry. But if people really want to do it, they can mm-hmm. teach it to their... But yeah, and then obviously as they get older, like they're going to be getting more technology introduced in the classroom. Mm -hmm. So I'm not sure if that would limit the amount of stuff that you would need to get. It's like instead of buying pens, highlighters, dry erase board, markers, crayons, whatever, it's like just get a Chromebook or something. It's like his Chromebook, if they take care of it, it should last them at least, you know, till the end of their, Mm -hmm. their, their education here. Yeah. Because, you know, everything, it seems like they do everything. They submit everything through whatever the classroom portal they have yeah and like they get assigned the little syllabus stuff through that the parents mm-hmm. could look at the portal find out all that stuff so it seems like obviously like if you use the technology the way it's intended it seems like it's a it's a win-win for everybody that yeah. that does it did you um when what years did you go to cmu where are they overlapping I went years to right school there 2005 to 2009 oh okay so we did i went from 2001 to 2005 so um, so yeah, we just I was missed a, each other. I but. was just a fr- I was technically supposed. To, I, I took a year at a community college, so I started community college in two thousand four. Then I transferred to CMU in two thousand five. So I worked at. Um, it didn't exist when you came, but I worked at the testing center because all the tests were like in blue books or on mm-hmm. like photocopies. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I assume they're all on Blackboard. I, I still did blue books and stuff. Like, oh, did you? Cause I, but no, you I just did didn't history. do them in the testing center because I think that. I don't even they remember closed. if we had a testing center because, like, I don't think they did because I they, think we still did. Or scan, they just fired me. They <laughs> I did, never looked into it. Because they did scantrons and they did stuff, but nothing. Like I submitted papers through Blackboard because they had that like turn it in software to make sure you didn't plagiarize. Right. But a lot of stuff was still done like on paper, or I had to like physically go to the final, write an essay because I did. I did majored in history and minored in philosophy. Oh, so that was a so lot. So I of... couldn't really. I mean, I guess in theory you could just write your essay at home and submit it, but I don't think they wanted you to do that because you have access to the internet right. and all your yeah. notes. And I think they didn't want you to do that for mm-hmm. a test. Um, so a lot of the stuff I did was like the blue book, which is I don't blue books are a huge scam. They're just paper. Oh in yeah, a, in a for book sure. That just like if you can't, if you don't lose it, professor. I'll staple. Staple is fine. Yeah, but. <laughs> And the Scantrons, too. I think that, that the school actually did provide Scantrons for us, but we did have to get our own blue book. Right, but they're like, like a quarter. Yeah. But I was like, why? Just just give me, a, just give me some paper. Give me some scrap paper. Um, yeah. But, yeah. So I didn't do, like, like I said, I did most of my submissions, like the big papers, through 
Blackboard. Yeah. But everything else, I just still went to class, did the Scantron, yeah. or did like an essay in class, and the professor would have to do it the old-fashioned way, which yeah. I think for certain types of majors is probably still how they do it. Oh, for sure. Because I think even though people would like to do that at home, like you're not, you haven't proved that you learned anything if you have access to everything that you yeah. learn. Like it's like I can't test you properly. Right. It's like, so right. I think. Which is, you know, it's an interesting way because in the real world, you're not going to have a test like that. Like when you're on the job, it's like, oh, how do I do this? You're going to just look at your notes. You're going to talk. You're going to ask for help. Like in school, it's like different. Like I don't know. But if you're like a nurse or something, you know, emergency room nurse or something, you're not going to stop and look at your notes. You get to know that. Yeah, nurses are just, they work on their feet and they have to get licensed all the time so they're always constantly learning yeah nurses for, are the for all that best. nurses doctors a lot of those fields that are constantly changing yeah they have to have make sure that they stay relevant stay current with yeah. the field and stuff uh we proctor exams here at the library there have been quite a few of them at central mm-hmm. i don't know if you i not at woods i think we i don't know if we sent them to central or oh, okay. uh, but it seems like most of the appointments are done through central yeah i remember my first sunday at work here someone's like i'm here for an exam i'm like what <laughs> like what? Okay. Oh uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. What do you need? It's like I just need. Like I have no idea what exam. It's like, am I supposed to watch you? Am I? Sp- I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do. Like, what's proctor? Is proctor just mean that like lets you in the building and you just yeah. take your test? And it means different things. So for... I have like no idea what like I was supposed to do. It's like oh, she was like oh, well, I've done here before. So just all you need to do is let me in the study room. I'll do the test and then I'll come out and you say that I did it. I'm like. If that's what you need, that's what I'll do. I'm not, I'm not really sure how this all works, but... Yeah, there's different instructions um, that the professor sends us. Sometimes we have to tell them what is and isn't allowed and make sure that they're not using anything else. There was a cool thing, actually. A CMU student came in the other day, and they had to sign in the specific way to block them from the Internet. Like, they signed into Blackboard this specific way that, like, blocked off them so using just, anything else so on the So they basically computer. just stuck in that window. Yes. So like, they we didn't yeah. block anything, but they basically just were unable do to go. F- yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, times are changing yeah, I mean, since the testing center. I mean, technology is great. I mean, if you if you can, the problem is, is there's always people that are good enough to work around the technology. Yeah. Like especially most, if people, people are learning it at the same time. Yeah, most the people staff is learning it at the same time. Yeah, as most the people students. probably aren't gonna cheat the system because it's not worth it for them they're like oh whatever i'll just do it but there's definitely people out there that it's like oh i'm gonna log into blackboard do this test do whatever they want and they're gonna have access to whatever they need Mm -hmm. and they're gonna write their essay take the test and they're gonna do fine but i think i don't know i guess that poses a bigger problem with education is that like these students feel like they have to do those types of things because like education is so necessary for employment and Mm -hmm. just a future that maybe they they understand that a lot of the stuff they learn is just completely not relevant to what they're going to do. Yeah. So that's like, I'm not cheating myself. It's like, if anything, the school's cheating me because <laughs> I have to do this, you know, algebra class that I did in high school. I have to prove that I can still do algebra. That reminds me of that John Mulaney um, stand-up. Have you seen that? The one where he talks about he got a degree in a language he already spoke. And then, well, English. and then his college sending him like a request for a donation. Yeah, it's like, I already <laughs> gave you money. Yes. Or That's especially, funny. yeah, Central calls me. Like, I never answer the phone anymore, but they call me and they're like, I think they stopped leaving messages, but they've kept left messages like, do you want to donate? And I'm like, 
I'm still paying you guys. Yeah. I'm not actually paying them, but like right. I'm still paying still this paying off. off. Yeah. So they don't um, call me. They must know I'm not a success. Like, <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't gonna go anywhere. We're not gonna bother calling. Yeah, it's her. like we gotta get like the whatever, like the boosters from like the whatever. It's like high earning potential individuals. It's yeah. Like, uh nope not this person they're not gonna donate <laughs> loner didn't join anything <laughs> yeah. creative writing major no mm-hmm. I'm not gonna call her. history major it's probably oh we probably should give him money yeah <laughs> yeah but um yeah it's just interesting like i don't know it's been but it been out of college for what 10 years now no when did i graduate 2012 seven years still like seven years been out of school and it's all Different. I've been out for 10 years, and I'm sure it's different because yeah. my website building class was like, we had yeah, to learn HTML cards. code. <laughs> yeah. But now it's just Squarespace, you know? Yeah, I mean, you can do everything now with yeah. a program. But like I did, when I did, when I was in uh, graduate school, we had to do that e-portfolio. And there was, you were supposed to design a website to keep all your stuff on. And I was like, this is not useful for me. Mm-hmm. So I just made the most basic basic portfolio i did it all in html it's hard it to do work, a website on html because i knew everything would work so i just hand coded it it was white black text white background links to my stuff and that was it mm. i did the absolute minimum they requested of me because i was what like what was your grade i passed Pass. yeah and the other thing that they did was like they were supposed to check it like six months before you graduate and i got an email from the dean it's like hey you didn't do your e-portfolio it's like I didn't know I was supposed to do it. I'm not done with school yet. He's like, well, we want to do it now. I'm like, what? Uh. So then I got that email. I'm like, well, great. Now I have to hand code this entire website in like a week. So I just did it. Because I was just sort of upset that I had to do it Mm. while I was still doing it. Yeah. And I was like, whatever. And then I graduated. And uh, I'm done with school forever now. Forever? You don't think you'll ever go back? No, I'll never go back to school in a traditional sense. I would go back. Uh... Or like an MFA or something. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a huge fan of like the actual school structure. I'm not a huge fan of paying thousands of dollars for something just for. Oh my, yeah, the money. For my own benefit, yeah, like yeah. we work at a library. Like you know, I have access to whatever I want. If I want to learn something, I have so much information that I could digest here. It's very it's true. Whatever. So I'd rather learn vicariously through the library, learn at my own pace, learn what I want to do, not spend my hard-earned money. To learn something you don't think it gives you more motivation to have like, i don't a think professor so well, there, like not really i don't know it's, it's tough to say because we, when i was in graduate school like it shifted like i started on campus and then it slowly shifted to everything being online and right. then really like, i really went 100 like i was an online student i didn't do a lot of stuff because i had no incentive and i didn't oh, yeah, have any I think that's really missing like, out it is, especially since I basically, when I signed up for school, they asked, do you want to be a traditional student or online student? I was like, well, traditional, because I live 10 minutes down the road. Mm-hmm. And then when like they, you know, they were offering fewer and fewer classes than I needed on campus, so it ended up like my last entire school year was all online. And like everything was just like, do it on your own. Like, here's a project. Make sure it's done by the end of the year. It's like, okay. Oh, so that's I did, a bummer, because so I, I did some... like the entire last year or especially the last semester it was just like the professors i had were just like yeah this is what we're gonna learn and just do this work by the time the semester's over i'm like what it's like do you have any lectures or anything they're like nope just do whatever or they have lectures but they're like 
Yeah, but it's up to you to read them. It's like, well... A read a lecture. Yeah, like the PowerPoint, it's like, okay, I'm just not going to do that. I'm just going to... What's the assignment? So, yeah, I mean, it says, like, I guess you could say I could have cheated myself out of learning something, but at the same time, they didn't give me what I wanted either. Yeah, I'm sad to hear that because I had so many, like, good discussions in class, uh, professors that I, like, became friends with or like yeah i like the stuff on campus especially for graduate school like that's what you want you want to build those connections in the network when you're in graduate school because these are people obviously you're sort of are competing with them for the same jobs but at the same time if you're friends with them like they can Mm -hmm. help you out give you a reference or something Mm -hmm. but when you're online like you have no interaction with anyone yeah a lot of people that are online students how do you get a date in college if everything's online i don't know well at least the graduate school was but I think it works. I mean, there's definitely people out there that will take an online class and do do the demands like a regular student. Sure. But there's definitely people that will take an online class and just don't do anything until yeah. the test, if there's a test or a paper, they'll do the absolute minimum amount of work. Yeah. Because that's how, you know, some people are. Yeah. Hmm. That wouldn't have worked for a creative writing workshop. I wonder how they do that now. I yeah. guess you could have people... <clears throat> You know, for a writing workshop, you would write something and then everyone would read it before class and then you came in and you weren't allowed to say anything and they just talked about your work for <laughs> however long. It's like, I'm having a panic attack. <laughs> right. <laughs> we were like, ooh, ooh, ooh. But, God, that'd be, t- that'd be even worse online because yeah. people would just be, I feel like people might be a little more free being well, yeah. I um, mean or... It's or, the same thing about, like, working from home. Like, I think there's definitely a certain set of people that could work from home and do well but then there's like another type of person that's like oh i'm doing work right now let me just check netflix real quick right, because yeah. i can well, let me watch this show while i'm working yeah and stuff so i think it's just sort of interesting how all this stuff is going to work out you know because it's all the whole technology is just a tool it's always up to yeah. the sure. end, end user yeah. so to speak but at the same well, we'll time, we'll always be here. You can't work yeah, from we'll home with the, <laughs> the public. But it's sort of like what obligation do the schools have and all these universities have to students that are trying and like they're not offering the kind of thing that they need. That, the it's, social part was a big part of college for yeah. me. I, I think learned a lot. A lot. Of, I think you learn a whole lot more in college outside the classroom than you do yeah. in the classroom. Like learning how to live alone finding new friends and like going out to things you might never have had the opportunity to because mm-hmm. you were in a small town or sure you just had like your whole cluster of friends that just did x and then when you go to college like you don't have that anymore mm-hmm. so you have to find a new group and all that stuff so yeah i think a lot of the stuff that i think i benefited most from was that outside stuff mm-hmm. me as well well that's our two cents about back to school. <laughs> Sound like a little bit curmudgeon. Uh, I think so. I don't know. Probably. Maybe a little bit. I think, it, like I said, education and stuff is tainted by our experience with it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for me, it's one of those things. I think I was thinking about it, like, in the car. Just, like, stuff that I've learned outside of school and, like, after school. It's, like, I think about it, It's, like, I had a really good education, but I didn't think after school like all the stuff I learned after it's like I don't know if I got educated because like just the stuff is just so small it teaches such a small like thing and they don't really know what to teach you they're like well U.S. history is you know this this they don't tell you like sort of like 
the bad stuff that happened sure, and yeah. all that stuff. So it's sort of like an interesting thing to but look a, back at. It's but like, a real life professor can like light a fire well, yeah, under you like, so that you look into that stuff. Yeah, college can definitely do that. Yeah. Like high school, like I said, I'm not too sure how education is now. There's definitely some high schools that probably are able to, to do that, but mm-hmm. I think the majority of them can't do that because they don't have the funding or the staffing to do so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's just one of those things that to have a well-rounded education, you really have to do it on your own and take initiative to learn stuff yeah. that you're not actually learning in school to learn on your own. At the library? At the library. Yes, we will give you... We'll, we'll help you. We'll connect you to all the stuff that you need. We even have access to some databases that can help you. If you're not a college student, we have some databases and articles and journals mm-hmm. that you could look up into to get some pretty good sources. Yeah. As well as all the books that we have that have not been taken off the shelf yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yeah, so it was a good talk. Yeah. Your kids will have a much better time in school than, than we well, did. They're already, my son's already smarter than I am. Yeah. So. That's, that I'm was, sure I'm gonna be behind by third grade. Yeah, like the kids that like they're like they're like Mr. Mac, can you help me with this math problem? I'm like, no. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> right. like, I kind of remember what that number what, what this is, but right. I haven't done it since you were since yeah. I was in middle school, so I don't know if I could help you, unfortunately. Yeah. But I do my best, but I, there will be a point where I'm like. Can't help you with your homework. Anymore. <laughs> I can't do it. Sorry. You know, my knowledge base is like this now, mm-hmm. so it is what it is. Yeah. We only do the best that we can. Mm-hmm. So with that, we'll see you in a couple weeks. Right. We don't need no thoughts control.